today's Leading Women episode 132. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Stephanie Mansour. Stephanie Mansour is a TV personality and Chicago personal trainer for women, confidence coach and body image coach for women, and yoga and Pilates instructor. Stephanie is the CEO of Step It Up with Steph. She appeared in a Dr. Oz show for her 62nd workout, given dating and career tips on NBC Chicago, and has been featured on CNN, Chicago Cranes Business, Fax LA, and many more media outlets. outlets. Women of the world, Miss Stephanie Mansour. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marie. Thank you so much for being on our show, and I'm sure our listeners are ex- as excited as I am for having you on the show, so thank you. Yay, thank you. Yes, now Stephanie, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, this what equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Sure. Well, actually, Marie, when I was starting my business, I had no idea that I was actually becoming an entrepreneur and a businesswoman. My interest has always been in helping women to feel good about themselves. And, you know, I see a lot of messages on television and in magazines and in the movies and, you know, in Hollywood that you need to look a certain way, you need to be thin, you need to act a certain way in order to get, you know, the guy you need to be a certain, you know, thing in order to get the job or to ask for the raise. And it's just all of these messages telling women that you're not good enough. And what I wanted to do was create positive messages for women saying, you are good enough. You need to believe that you look nice. You need to believe that you're worth it. You need to believe that you deserve it. And then you'll start acting accordingly. So When I set out um, after I got my degree in communications with an emphasis in women's studies and psychology from the University of Michigan, I wanted to work in television to help create these positive messages for women. So I worked for a couple years um, in some jobs and they were great experiences, but I just didn't feel like I was really, you know, on purpose and, and doing what I was most passionate about. And so that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to start Step It Up with Steph to help women step it up in their everyday lives and and feel better about themselves. So without a formal business education, that's what I did almost six years ago. 
I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence. And I mean, your niche, the, the way you are, what you are, the, your topic that you're providing out there is, is really interesting. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners really want to get to know more about it. So we'll talk more about it in, in our chat for today. But can you tell us what was that defining moment that prompted you to start uh, this and yeah. made you say, this is my business? Yes. Well, so I um, I was working a job actually not in television because I wasn't sure what to do. I was kind of going through a quarter life crisis, as I call it. And I was working at this job um, that, I, that I really disliked. And after about five months, I was let go from the job because I wasn't, they wanted me to do um, some graphic design and, and do use programs that I didn't know how to use on the computer. And so that day I was living in Los Angeles and I went to the beach and I decided, okay, this is my sign. I'm getting a kick in the butt and I need to just start, step it up with Steph. Like this is my mission. I need to make a difference in the world and I can't do that when someone else is telling me what to do. So that was the turning point for me and that's when I decided to start Step It Up With Steph. Now I had no business plan, I had no revenue, I had no capital and at the time I had gotten my yoga certification so I was training, I already had a couple clients that I was um, doing private yoga sessions for and I decided okay I can't just do yoga, I have to do personal training. I can't just do personal training, I have to do Pilates also. So I wanted to do everything. And then in the meantime, I also wanted to be coaching women. So I got my life coaching certification as well. And at the time, I was working with anyone who would pay me <laughs> because I was living in Los Angeles and needed to pay my rent. Um, I was marketing my business to men, women, you know, literally anyone who would give me money. And it, my website, you know, was, was a mess. I made it myself and my advertising and marketing, you know, I was going around to grocery stores and, and bulletin boards, anywhere that I could find to put my flyers up. Um, and so that's basically, you know, how I got my start. And now things are much different, but you know, if you're looking to start something, you really just need to put one foot in front of the other and just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what a great story. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that because those are, as yeah, I mean, you, it's it, when, when you think about it now, I mean, it's, it sounds funny, but it, it was the reality. It's the reality when we're starting out. We don't know what to do, we, we, you know, but we, we jump in it because of like an event or circumstance in your life and not knowing that, wow, this, this is what I'm passionate about doing. This is my mission. So I love that story. I can totally relate to that. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? Yeah. Well, you know, Marie, if you go to my website, um, you can see the the bright, the hot pink <laughs> that's all over my website. And, you know, the hot pink has always been my favorite color, and I feel like it's a very feminine, girly, fun color, and that's always what I had in mind for what I would be working with women or coaching women, and um, you know, even on television, I, I just love the hot pink, and that's obvious in everything that I do. So staying that that color, just the visual cue for me, really keeps me on track and keeps me on purpose with with what I'm doing with Step It Up with Steph. 
And then, you know, I meditate a lot. So every morning, you know, I spend five minutes just meditating, focusing on, you know, what's my purpose, getting clear on what my goals are and, and keeping this vision of working in television and creating positive messages for women on the forefront of my brain. So day in and day out, I have a mantra that I read that keeps me, you know, on purpose. I do my meditation. I see my hot pink, you know, theme color. And, you know, those cues really help me. So I have the visual. I have the auditory when I read the, the mantra. And then I have, you know, the spiritual connection through the meditation. So um, those have been really important for me. Yes. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful vision that you have. And I love the ways that you are uh, having those, um, like, awareness in, in, uh, mm -hmm. to, uh, in uh, different ways, for example, the verbal, yeah. the visual, you know, the tactile, when you do your meditation, you do the, you know, because for our listeners out there, the takeaway here actually is to really create something, create a vision for yourself, that, for, in that you see for yourself that you, you are doing something, you know, that, inspire you or that motivates you to keep going and you know Stephanie has shared us ways how to to keep this one in our top of mind awareness as they call it you know you can do your affirmations you can do them you can see them in your mind when you visualize them on a daily basis for example because that is really and having this um the the, the color i love that idea you know yeah. having the, the that color that associate just association in terms of color i mean with stephanie she has the hot pink color that reminds her of her vision reminds her of her mission and that, i'm sure that's really helpful for a lot of uh, our listeners out there because i can definitely see that one for myself i love it yeah now, All right, now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Yes. So, and you know, this is funny. What, what I've done for myself is actually what I coach my clients on. And, you know, having confidence in your vision and knowing that that is what you're meant to be doing. So, There are days when I'm not sure, you know, okay, what's on my to-do list? Well, no one told me what I had to do today, so I need to come up with what's on my to-do list. So staying true to, you know, my mission is one thing. It's a little more abstract, but being confident that because I'm so dedicated in my mission, I'll figure out the little things that I need to be doing or the, the answers will come to me over time. So that's a little bit more abstract is, is being feeling confident in your mission. And like I said, you know, I, I read that mantra every morning um, and, and that that really in, ingrains in my brain, you know, the confidence that I need to keep moving forward. Another thing that I do is I do have a to do list. I do have a calendar. I like to write things down. I like to see them. I like to feel like I'm organized because I'm my own boss. And at the end of the day, if I don't get something done, That's all on my shoulders. So I want to be able to kind of track, okay, what's the, what are the things that I'm putting off? Why am I putting them off? Why have they been on my to-do list for a week? You know, why haven't I just, you know, hunkered down and, and done it? Um, so, so being able to see what I'm doing through my to-do list and through a calendar is, um, is really important to me. So I would say the abstract, you know, confidence in your mission even though that doesn't have concrete actions all the time, and then the, uh, the more concrete um, to-do lists. 
Yes, I totally um, echo with what you said because uh, those are huge. Because I'm a big, I'm a really a big believer and fan of, uh, you know, having a to-do list and putting things on calendar and of course taking action on them because the our to-do lists are not are just gonna be there if we don't take action on them to take them off right. our list. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Yeah, you know, I would say one of my biggest challenges was transitioning from working with anyone who would pay me to working with my ideal clients. And this is something I struggled with for the first, uh, I would say, two years at least because everyone says, you know, oh, the more specific your niche is, the more successful you'll become. You know, the more specific you are, the more well-known you'll be for this certain, you know, part of what it is you're an expert in. And to me, I said, you know, no, I don't want to isolate anyone. I don't want to turn anyone away. You know, I'll work with everyone. But really, for me, the challenge was figuring out who do I like working with best? Who do I feel like I can I can help the most? And once I got to the to the once I got those answers, that's what helped me kind of overcome the challenge of working with all these different people even though, you know, some of them I didn't even like working with, you know, but I was just doing it for an income. And once I, once I got clear on, you know, who my target was, that's when my business really started, um, my revenue really started increasing and I was making substantial, uh, gains because I was being more specific. So for anyone out there who's, you know, struggling with, you know, who is your, ideal client or what is your ideal customer? What do they look like? Really spend some time, you know, over the course of weeks and even months getting clear on that because that will make you more successful. Well said. I mean, there are a lot of golden take nuggets of, and takeaways with just what you've said. And I agree with you. I have totally resonate because I've experienced that as well. But a good thing is that our business, the business that we have, you know, it gives us that, you know, flexibility, the opportunity to really choose who we want to work with and who we can help the most. And uh, in terms of our time, you know, in terms of our uh, you know, commitment to them, you know, we really have that opportunity to be to be able to serve guys that we want to work with. So, um, and, and it's really finding that ideal client. Who is it that you want to attract? Who is it that you want that you have, have most fun and happy helping her? Because of course we, we all want to, to help everyone, but, mm-hmm. but, but that's not going to work if, if you, you know, it's not going to work if you just want to you know, say, okay, I am, I, Every everyone is my client, but no, right. it isn't. You have to really hone on your ideal client and you narrow it down to, and then so you'll be able to, you know, get most return by finding people that you are happy working with as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. 
All right, now let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and What are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationship, and your business? Yeah, that's a great question, Marie. So my first couple of years of of working, um, you know, doing Step It Up with Steph, I was was doing mostly personal training clients, and these were people that were working full-time. So, you know, that left me working from 6 p.m. until 10 or even 11 p.m. most weeknights, and Sunday used to be my biggest day. So while all of my friends had normal nine to five jobs, I didn't really have a social life because I was working when they were off work and I was also working on the weekends. And that also interfered with my dating life. (laughs) I wasn't able to really go out on dates because I was was working when everyone else was not working. So um, in order to shift that, I ended up saying, I made an intention a couple years ago that I really wanted to work with women who either worked from home, ran their own businesses, or had control over their schedules. And I have made that shift to where now I'm not working nights, I rarely work weekends, and I now play on a volleyball league once a week, I'm able to go out and date, I'm able to see my friends, and I feel much more balanced and and much happier having made that shift. So I think just having your own schedule and setting your own boundaries first And then attracting those clients that fit into that is a really good model. And I also, you know, a lot of what I do is is health and wellness coaching. And I tell my clients, you know, put your workouts in your calendar. Make an appointment with yourself so that you don't cancel them. And that's what I do for myself. If I want to go to attend a workout class or if I want to get a workout in, I write it down in my calendar. And I won't move that appointment because that appointment is, is special to me and it's important. So setting your boundaries and then and then letting everything else fall into place is the most important thing to do to get that balance. Wow, set your schedule and boundaries and attract clients that fits into that. I love that. We should be doing that one because you know that we are in business to be able to have that flexibility and that we we really can do that. It's just to know when to say no, set your boundaries and putting everything on schedule. I'm a, really a big fan of this. You have to put yeah. things on schedule so you know what is happening and when it is going to happen, but also you make the commitment to follow through on that and you know right. life work balance, you know, some to me sometimes I say it's it's a myth because you know as entrepreneurs we are so passionate about what we're doing that it's no longer work for us mm-hmm. but you know what we don't have to make this one complicated i mean things like setting boundaries setting your schedule and making time for those that are important to you you know those are the things that we can do to create this life work balance that is like yeah. unreachable i i mean it, unre- right. unrealistic yeah yeah i know now, all right, so let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? 
Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Great question. I love how you described it. It is a mindset. And I, for me, success is when I feel like I'm on my purpose. And I feel like I am, you know, in line. I'm, I'm also spiritual and I believe in God. So when I feel like I'm in line with God and, and my mission and, you know, what I'm meant to do here on earth, that's when I feel successful. Um, another way I feel successful is when I'm helping clients and they have big breakthroughs and, you know, I help them change their lives and, and you know, they've struggled with something for a long time and, and our work together has pushed them over the edge so that they feel successful about what it is that we're working on together. So um, it is a mindset though and you know no matter what's going on in in my revenue or in my um, growth in my business, I still feel successful when I'm on purpose and when I'm helping people make positive changes in their lives. Success is when I'm feeling I'm in on purpose and helping others uh, have breakthroughs. Wow, that's really powerful. I mean, for our listeners out there, you know what? At the end of the day, what really fulfills us or what really is gratifying is that knowing that what we're putting out there is making a difference to other people's lives or that we are impacting other people's lives. Because, uh, of course, we are in business and financial metrics are important. That's part of being in business. But if you... You know, if you wake up one morning and ask yourself, what does success mean to you? More often than not, it won't be those dollar signs, but it will be those intangible benefits of being in business. Like like what just uh, Stephanie just shared, you know, knowing that you're able to help people make a difference in their lives, making, uh, having those, helping them have those breakthroughs, getting those results. Those are the ones that fulfills us the most. So for our listeners out there, I challenge you to ask this question and listen to your heart. What does your heart tell you? Mm -hmm. about success exactly all right let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past say you're gonna start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck what types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? The first tip I would say is to always follow your gut. So I know I mentioned the hot pink color. I had friends who had business degrees and they were marketing majors and, you know, executives and companies telling me, you know, hot pink is the worst color. It's the most abrasive color to your eye that you could pick for a business. You know, you should really change it to something, you know, like light blue. And I really went back and forth for a little bit on that. But at the end of the day, like I already said, you know, hot pink is my color. It's what gets me going. It's it's what, you know, it, it, has energy and that's you know what what my brand is all about and that's what my mission is all about is you know having making women feel more energetic and feeling more confident so i would say number one um always always listen to your gut number two um look at the big picture like why why are you wanting to start a business what's your intent behind what you're doing and stay connected and stay true to that 
And then my third piece of advice is to remember that nothing is ever going to be perfect. It's not going to be the perfect time. You're not going to have the perfect website. You're not going to have the perfect plan, but you need to just step it up, get out of your comfort zone and just do it. Just put one foot in front of the other and go. You do, you can't wait around for things to be perfect or for there it to be the perfect timing. Huge takeaway, sir. I love everything that you've said. So let me just reiterate that one for our listeners. So the first one is to always listen and follow your gut. Follow that intuition. What is your heart is telling you and not depend on uh, on other people about with that. And then the second one is what is your intention? What is the intent for your business? And stay true with that. I truly believe in that. And the third one is to no, know this one that nothing is ever going to be perfect. I mean, I can't stress that this is enough because you know what? A lot of people are so hung up with having things ordered perfectly before they get started, and it doesn't work that way. So if you have an idea, idea, get it out there, and you know they're you're gonna be, you know changing or evolving with it anyway so just get started get in there and don't wait don't make your perfectionism um, deter you from starting or putting your ideas or putting what is your offering out there out there because the, the world needs you the world needs the value you are providing uh, yes you're right <laughs> <laughs> absolutely now what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that you can share our listeners with yeah I really love the book um, seven habits of highly effective people it just really made me feel like um, you know I wanted to be functioning on a different level on a more you know like stepped up level and that gave me some tools and insights as to how to be more effective and how people who are more successful and, and more on purpose are living and structuring their lives. So Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is, is my book. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I truly believe that should be a staple in everyone's uh, library or in everyone's homes. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is a great book. It's a staple. I believe that that should be one of those books that you have to read and take action on the tools that um, is in the book. And that's what Stephanie recommends as well. I love that book. All right, Stephanie, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. Well, I was thinking about this, and I know this sounds a little bit silly, but you know in Wizard of Oz when Dorothy kind of clicks her heels and then she's, doesn't she go, she goes somewhere, right? She's able to just click and, and go. <laughs> um, I, I, would, I would love to be something like that because um, I feel like that would allow me to get where I need to be at a certain time. And, you know, if something comes to me, I can act on it immediately. I'm, I'm very impatient, <laughs> um, which is a blessing and a curse. So I feel like just, you know, being able to click my heels and have something magically happen or click my heels and have me magically get to where I need to be, um, that 
that would be very exciting. <laughs> I think uh, I would love to be to have that kind of power. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can uh, would love to have that as well. I mean, I love yeah. that door of the Wizard of Oz. And what, if we can all have that opportunity, why not? I love it. <laughs> all right, Stephanie, last but not least, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it. Yeah, so the biggest benefit right now is, so I've been doing a lot of the um, personal training, yoga, and Pilates over the years, and I've been doing the coaching um, kind of more, you know, sporadically. I've had clients who want to focus on feeling more confident in their bodies and their careers and their love lives, and um, but they've also wanted to feel more confident, you know, by losing weight. So what I've been working on recently is working with more coaching clients so that you do feel good about yourself, even if you already feel good about your body, you know, because just like, you know, every woman loves handbags or likes, you know, to buy a ton of shoes, every woman needs more confidence in one area of her life or another. And this kind of ebbs and flows as time goes on. One time you might, one year you might be more confident in one area, the next year you might be more confident in another area. So, I have a free um, guide to, to having more confidence and also um, sharing the story of one of my clients who I coached to lose over 80 pounds in 12 weeks. And even if you're not looking to lose weight, her story is very inspirational because it shows her commitment and dedication to change her thoughts, change her mind, gain more confidence, and then accomplish her goal. So um, it's totally free to get the guide. It's at stepitupwithsteph.com and you can just enter your name and email address and, uh, and get that. And in the meantime, I have other information on my site. If you're looking for, you know, personalized coaching, I also have a 30 day workbook to change how you feel about your life and your body so that you feel more confident. And I'm on social media as well with um, a bunch of free tips and, and free challenges for, for everyone. So you can find me stepitupwithstuff.com or on Facebook or on Twitter. Yes, so that's stepitupwithstuff.com. And for our listeners out there, I highly recommend you to check the website and sign up for that free guide um, by just entering your name and your email address. And mm -hmm. so you can get that free guide and also to have, to have more confidence and to learn about this story of one of her clients because I was really inspiring to hear that and I would love to, uh, yeah, if you want to be inspired by that one, go to check it out at stepitupwithsteph.com and also she also have this 30-day workbook and a lot of coaching services and from there you can also go to her uh, social media um, links from your website which is stepitupwithsteph.com dot com and for our listeners out there who are not able to jot that down for example if you are driving while you're listening to this i'm gonna have all of this uh, fantastic resources and the links uh, in today's podcast to be available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash stephanie mansoor or just type in her name stephanie mansoor on the search bar and it will find it for you so don't worry if you weren't able to jot those down. I'm going to have them on the show notes. But again, that link is step it up with Steph. Steph as in S-T-E-P-H dot com. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. 
women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. You too, Marie. Thanks for having me. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg